Good morning. Two years ago, the General Assembly passed a law that really messed up communications between developers and county supervisors and almost did away with a big part of how Loudoun builds roads and schools. But this year, state lawmakers say they're working on a fix. For Wednesday, October 31st. It's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Northern Virginia's premier indoor beer festival is back. Saturday, November 3rd, more than 25 breweries will be at Hangerfest. Hang out inside the ProJet Aviation Hangar at Leesburg Airport and try the latest collaboration from along the Loco Ale Trail, a Saison to benefit hero homes, building homes for veterans. It's Hangerfest this Saturday, November 3rd at Leesburg Executive Airport. Visit LocoAleTrail.com for tickets and more information. That's LocoAleTrail.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. State lawmakers say they're working on a fix to legislation from 2016 that crippled Loudoun County's ability to negotiate with developers across much of the county. A big part of how Loudoun pays for infrastructure needs like roads and fire stations and schools is through proffer agreements with developers. In these agreements, when a developer requests a rezoning to build something like, say, a one Loudon, the county can grant that on the condition that they pay cash or do infrastructure work like building roads and interchanges. It's a big part of how Loudoun County keeps up with its own growth. But the General Assembly dealt that a blow in 2016 when it passed a law written by the Home Builders Association of Virginia that put strict limits on what localities could suggest or accept from developers. For example, the new Brambleton Library, which was built through a proffer agreement, would have been an illegal deal under the new law. It also put essentially a presumption of guilt on localities if developers sued them over the law, so county supervisors said they just stopped meeting with developers in most of the county to avoid the chance of a lawsuit. For that reason, ironically, the Home Builders Association's bill may have shut down home building in the rest of the county, especially in the areas around Leesburg and Percival, and in the transition policy area between the suburban east and rural west. The county established a workaround based on an exemption granted for land covered in small area plans, which are like miniature comprehensive plans around current or future metro stations. The county established three such areas that cover much of the county's suburban east, one encompassing each of Loudoun's three future Silver Line metro stops. State lawmakers told Loudoun County supervisors on Monday that they're working on a fix, but the power of the building industry lobby was evident even in that room. Delegates and senators talked about meetings with the building industry, and Senator Barbara Favola said she was appointed in the House Local Government Committee, quote, to work with the home builders on coming up with revisions that would be acceptable to the home builders and local governments, end quote. Senator Dick Black, who voted for the 2016 bill, conceded, quote, we basically stopped communication, end quote, as local government officials had warned at the time the bill would do. Delegate John Bell said he's been working on a revision to that bill and had met with home builders earlier in the day, and he said he thinks local government leaders will be happy with this revision because it will open communication back up. Of Loudoun's current state representation, Senators Dick Black, Barbara Favola, and Jill Holtzman-Vogel and Delegate Dave Rock voted to approve the proffered legislation. 
Delegates Bell, Jennifer Boisco, and Kathleen Murphy, and Senator Jennifer Wexton voted against the 2016 bill. Loudoun Supervisor Tony Buffington offered the evening's only positive take on the bill. It has shut down some building in western Loudoun. The General Assembly's 2019 session begins January 9th. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, two days after a shooting at a synagogue in Pittsburgh left 11 people dead and six injured, the Loudoun community came together at a synagogue near Leesburg to mourn the loss of life. A standing room only crowd representing all different religions and backgrounds packed into the congregation Sha'ar Shalom Synagogue in Leesburg for a Fighting Hate with Faith vigil to reflect on Saturday's tragedy. Rabbi David Greenspan said, Tonight we answer hate with statements of faith. Two more people have thrown their hat in the ring to fill the vacant school board seat, making a total of four so far as of yesterday evening. It's happening fast. The Catoctin District seat was vacated last week by Eric DeKinnip, who resigned with 14 months left in his first term. And as of yesterday, four people have publicly announced they will apply for the job. Now, Jenna Alexander, director of the Hunt District PTA, which includes 50 of Loudoun schools, and Chris Kroll, founder of Loudoun County Parents of Gifted Students, have joined the contest. They join Luckett's Elementary School PTA President Amy Tribier and former school board member Bob Oneiser. And they may not be the last. Others have said they may throw their hat in the ring but have not yet made their decision public. Alexander, a 12-year resident of Loudoun, describes herself as a passionate advocate of the county's rural school communities for the past five years. She's a familiar face at school board meetings, often advocating for more resources for Loudoun's smallest elementary schools. She's also served as the treasurer and president of Hamilton Elementary School's PTA, and her children attend Hamilton Elementary and Blue Ridge Middle School. Kroll is a former teacher and mother of two. Her sons have attended public, private, and home school and currently attend Loudoun County High School and J.L. Simpson Middle School. Kroll founded the support group for gifted parents, Loudoun County Parents of Gifted Students, as well as a parent consulting group that educates and supports families across the nation. Her work includes training teachers and mental health practitioners on the social-emotional needs of asynchronous learners. She serves on the school system's Special Education Advisory Committee, the Gifted Advisory Committee, and the School Board-appointed Special Education Ad Hoc Committee, and serves as a liaison for Simpson Middle School developing business education partnerships. She has a column on education that runs monthly with us in Loudoun Now. The school board is scheduled to appoint a new board member Tuesday, December 4th. And Loudoun County planners have released the latest draft of the county's new comprehensive plan, which they say maximizes the potential for residential development in the suburban and urban policy areas. Deputy Director of Planning and Zoning Elena Ray said the latest draft implements the Planning Commission's direction by maximizing the potential for residential development in the county's suburban and urban areas. She said it has more options for building housing like compact residential development, infill, and revitalization. The latest draft also calls for a new Potomac River crossing. A public hearing on the latest draft is scheduled for November 7th, and the full draft can be seen at loudon.gov slash loudon2040. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, tonight is the 62nd annual Kiwanis Halloween Parade in Leesburg starting at 6 p.m. Wear your costume, get ready to catch some candy, and bring a canned good or paper product for Loudon Hunger Relief. 
Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, dress up as a reporter for the Halloween Parade tonight. It's actually a pretty easy costume to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. <laughs>